Hello everybody, welcome back to another Benicia Voice podcast. Welcome back, we hope you've had an awesome week. Um, it's been a cold one again, I know. Definitely been a bit chilly, definitely getting ready for the warmer weather. Uh, we've got back here Bart Sullivan, our executive producer. He is here again. Hello, hello. And we also have Andy Brunt speaking. Hello. Andy Brunt speaking, he is there. You can tell by I'm his back. dulcet, deep tones. He's the, he's the star producer. He yes. is our star producer, yes. And you can tell I by am. his dulcet, deep tones. And also... Um, um, next door commentator, which I don't use very often, but in fact, this uh, last week I did make a, uh, a rare comment on uh, on next door. Don't do it very often. Thank you, Andy. It, it just becomes it becomes this quagmire, doesn't it, of of uh, back and forth. That's yes. what I found. I think it's very useful next door for things like lost and found, or for just putting out their um, local news. But it really does get into a real minefield cesspit swamp of of information and comments doesn't it yes have you have I, you, anybody, I, I else, know, anybody to, else noticed to, that? to be honest i i'm one of those people i mean in my age group a lot of people would think oh you sh- you may you must use social media a lot i do but most of the time i share things like jokes i do a lot of jokes on my facebook page um and just instagram i just do you know certain things but i'm not really a social media user but just talking I like to talking you know, next door though i mean i barely use that uh, now i've i've actually heard as well that um and I don't know where I heard it, but next door is being used for, uh, for sort of like uh, stealth marketing. So someone will put something up there, and it doesn't appear like it's a marketing post. And th- this is this isn't something that's happening necessarily on a local level. This is happening on a national level, and that uh, companies will will uh, present themselves as local residents um, using people that will effectively try and infiltrate the local next door and there's nothing to stop you is there basically because it's a free-for-all yeah and then they'll go ahead and say something or put something on it um and you've got absolutely no uh really any kind of unless you know that person you really don't know that person that's writing that and if they are a genuine resident of benicia or wherever the next door is it's interesting how how that works but it does become it does become, as I said, a bit of a uh, a bit of a free for all, quite frankly. But yeah, like I said, there's good in it and there's bad in it, like all social media and all things like that. Yes. There's you know, there's always going to be some downside. But now we're going to get on track oh, thank and you. move the wheels on to our next oh, topic, very good. which is also a hot topic of transportation. Uh, we're going to stay on track with this one, or try to. If you get the pun there, on track. <laughs> so um, that's great. First of all. Uh, <laughs> Like I said, uh, I'm I'm actually a, a big transit user uh, myself. Uh, I live downtown. I use the buses to get to Walnut Creek and get beyond there to access, you know, to get to the city. And it's you know, for a small city, it's not too bad in my in my opinion. Uh, from someone who's used it, I mean, in a lot of these small towns in America. Uh, not not just America, but in, in Europe and places. If even in Europe, there are some smaller towns where you know transit may not be as frequent, may not be as you know reliable for some people, and there's some people who just won't. But um, I think you know getting there are a lot of people who just aren't aware and maybe would like to start using it to get to places because f- for one reason it's cheaper than using a car to get somewhere and putting unnecessary mileage on your car and 
you know, not having to have a car payment every month or whatever, and just having it as a nice, decent alternative to get to access to businesses and get access to, especially locally, I think. Um, I think it's just nice to have an option to have that there. And I, I definitely, you know, you, I use the bus to get to Walnut Creek and then I connect to BART to get to the airport and use it fairly seamlessly. Um, I'm wondering, um, so you got, so if you could give, uh, if one of you guys, I'm going to ask both of you this time, what would you like to see if in, just think about you're in a small city or a small town, as far as public transportation, what would you like to see? And this is a question I'm going to be asking, you know, everybody, and we're going to have a big, you know, this is going to be a extensive series, and I just wanted to, you know, get the yeah. wheels rolling on this series. But far, first of all, but what would you like to see if you give us like just a short, quick, short thing? What would you like to see in the future of transit? How, you know, what would you like to see in a small city transit? I like it to be convenient, efficient, and frequent. How's that? So, like, uh, I'll give you an example. I'd like to be able to walk out of my house or, you know, whatever, walk down a few few yards, step onto a, a bus of some sort that will take me to the airport down in San Francisco, for example, or at least get me to the barge station. And I think we have that now, but yep. we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, I didn't even know that we had some of that, really, and that's the problem. Not enough information about that out here. Um, I, I kind of want to just, uh, let me just equate this a little further. That's, those are the three things. And I say that because I used to work a lot in Zurich, Switzerland. And everybody goes, oh, Switzerland, you know. But it's not that, Zurich, Switzerland's kind of like the same size as roughly the bay, this Bay Area. And it has a wonderful transit system, local, where you can walk out of your flat, walk over, get on a, get on a, little, a little metro, go where you're going to go, or transfer pretty easily. And it's so seamless that you can do this without taking a car anywhere mm. for the most part. Yeah. Well, absolutely. I mean, and, and of course, you know, I mean, there are certain elements that make um, up uh, a high quality public transport s service or infrastructure. And, and what I would consider those to be are reliability, uh, frequency, uh, speed, how comfortable it is how accessible it is, how convenient it is, how affordable, and how safe it is. So those are the, I think, the elements of a good public transportation system. And I think that Benicia, as Ruben said, has actually, for a small city in the Bay Area, actually has a reasonably good connection to public transport. Um, if you want to get to the airport, you can use public transport the whole way, pretty much. I mean... I walk to 7th Street or 1st Street in Benicia. We get on the Y line to Walnut Creek, get on BART straight into into San Francisco, into the airport, into the international terminal. Um, and, and what app do you guys use to tell you what the sequence of events are? Well, well so what I use, um, so I use, there's two apps. I mean, also Soltrans, uh, which is the bus company, uh, they run both the Y and the blue line, uh, the blue line goes between uh, Fairfield and goes through Benicia, goes through uh, the park and ride and industrial way, which is a different one as well, uh, and also goes to Walnut Creek. Uh, but to find out all these lines, I use an app called Transit, and it's available both on the Apple App Store and on Android. Oh. Um, and 
it's uh, you could it's a complete it's a free application. You can pay annually. I think it's something like twenty bucks a year or something, and it will get rid of all the ads. And you know you can yeah. use it to store your tickets. No, no, does, 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 does Transit like give you like a schedule, and also gives you yeah, ability gives to you, see what's upcoming? Like if you yeah. a range of, of times to yeah, and it to, gives you live tracking of your bus as well. Oh. If, you, if your uh, bus is uh, you know on time, then it says. Uh, you know, arrives at 12.25, departs at 12.25, scheduled, or departs at 12.25 on time, and it will give you, like, a tracking uh, information. You know what stuff. we ought and to do? Um, all the times. Yeah. So why don't we have our guests, uh, our, our listeners, you know, maybe they could, uh, people download Transit, and let's try it out. And then please send your comments to uh, BeniciaVoice at Yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. And we'll and we'll see what and we'll put them, we'll post them on the podcast. We'll mm-hmm. talk to people who can tell us, you know, and, and try to use it. Try to use it to go somewhere uh, to the airport. Does it go to Oakland as well, or just is it? Is it yeah, you get a bar. Well, you, you can get the bar to Oakland at MacArthur. Change at MacArthur. Right. So you can do the same thing, but you have to change at MacArthur yeah. to go to the air to the airport. Yeah. Okay. You, you have to transfer at MacArthur, and then on the way back from Oakland, you'll change. You'll transfer at Nineteenth Street, and it's just across yeah. across platform. And, and how late does it? How late do these transits normally go to? The, um, like, well, well, uh, since. Obviously, since the rest, you know the rest- restoration of the transit hours and everything, so it's back to pretty much normal uh, pre-COVID and pre-COVID times. It's pre-pandemic levels. Uh, so, it, I mean, on the weekdays, the Soul Trans buses will run the yellow, the Y line, for instance, will run until um, at least ten or eleven at night, uh, coming back from Walnut Creek. So it will start like on the weekdays. It will start at four a.m. Uh, leaving wow. Benicia. Or it, it, the actual bus starts itself. It starts from the Vallejo Transit Center, uh, and then it will go right. through Benicia, and then it was it, they start around 4 p.m. or no 4 a.m. Sorry, finish around 10 p.m. So they, throughout okay. the week, throughout the week, they're fairly regular. The weekends are a bit, um, they're more slightly more sporadic, but they're around every hour uh, to hour, okay. hour and a half. So and then, and then and, and, okay, so what's the other app? I don't want to get you off track on the app. So if Transit was one, right? What's the other app? There's an app called Move It as well, which is a completely Move. free. It's a, a free app as well. And do you have um, a do you have a preference? You like Transit, but do you? I use Transit. Um, I find it easy and accessible. It's uh, okay for those who are visually impaired listening. It's uh, it's it's accessible with voiceover on the iPhone, which is the screen reading oh. software, and it's also accessible on Android. So if you have an Android smartphone, it's completely it's very usable. It's a, it's a nice UI, uh, nice interface. Um, all the transit lines are laid out uh, very easily. You can buy your tickets on there. You can store them. You can actually get these passes. So if you want a like a, a one month pass of however many rides, you can do that, um, and it's. It, it it works across pretty much all transit systems. That, that sounds like all these transit systems use the Clipper card now. Yeah, in, in the entire Bay Area and around this whole area, you can use Clipper uh, card, which is the the universal okay, nice. system for the Bay Area. So you can use that in San Francisco. You can use that in. You get an app on Nevada. your phone for that as well. Yep, you can use that on you can use that on your iPhone. You can attach it to oh, your. Oh, so, your so we have a third app, which is which is the Clipper, Clipper card, card app. So you can use that to, as instead of a card. Yeah, and just it automatically download. refills when you want to or whatever. Okay, and yeah. then and then I use I looked at uh, Google Maps for example. I haven't tried Maps, but I, Google Maps showed me also the routes, but it was a little harder to use because it didn't seem to give me a. It's hard to make it. Give me different time ranges I could leave. And stuff. Yeah, and that, and that's the the thing. I mean, like with with the transit app as well, you can uh, have like a step by step guide of where you need to go. You can set up, um, and also Soul Trans themselves. Uh, if you want to, you know, go somewhere, they'll actually have people who will help you 
figure that out. So if you're new to transit and you you know you can call them up and say right I need to I want to go to the airport at this time. Right. They will help you out as well. If so you're not so if you if you're not so yeah. uh, you know used to using apps or anything like that, you can call they have their number on their website. Um I don't know the number off my heart but it's uh, you can call them up and they'll have an actual person who will help you out. Doing and, a journey and that's soultrans.org? Is yeah, that? the website is soultrans.org. I can put these all on. Or and we'll yeah, put yeah, these all those on at link. the very uh, end. We'll leave the links so a couple in the comments, So a couple of comments. So this, I've lived here a long time, and, I have, I don't, and I've seen the buses, and I've always been afraid to take them because I don't know all the, all the scheduling. And before, I, I don't remember the clipper being tied in. And also, um, like downtown, I, I could walk. I guess it, it's, a, it's a pretty big walk from my house to the to the bus stop. But if there's a, if someone's driving from Southampton or some mm-hmm. other faraway place, where do they park if they want to park downtown? If they well, if you're walk? taking, yeah, I mean, this is the the, the only thing is is like there's, uh, if you live downtown. I mean, this is the only issue, the side issue. It's actually very easy if you walk from the downtown area to there. If you live up in the hills, that's when it can be a bit more tricky. Uh, because obviously you have to right. try and find somewhere to park. But the, the Benicia has the blue line, which goes from the park road and industrial way, and there's actually a park and ride, uh, oh. which is, that that's where that park so and ride is. So tell, tell, yeah, tell our listeners, everybody who lives, you know, you know that's not accessible to downtown uh, easily, uh, where they can't, they can walk to the bus station. Because I think if you park around there too long, you might get, you know, there might be some yeah, situation. No. I don't know what the laws are for parking on the street or around the, around the park. I mean, if we go away for a longer period, we just walk to the bus stop or get a ride to the bus stop. But we, because yeah. we, but live, we downtown, live downtown, it's we can, not so bad. We've got two choices. But we can either go to the 7th and military or 1st and military. Right, right. And then the buses, I mean, we got the bus the other day when we went down to Los Angeles. We got the 617, I think it was. Yeah, it was six twelve. So it was and it arrived. It arrived perfectly on time. So it so it sounds like we might. I mean, okay. Number one, let I, me I, I go recover one more thing. And we'll talk mm-hmm. about improvement, but uh, cost. What's the cost of taking a ride to the airport each way? Or when, you what know? do you mean to to Walnut Creek and then uh, on the airport? Yeah, go all the, the way airport. going. Well, it's, I think it's like four. Well, for bus, me, the bus it was I think was five. The five bus is five bucks for him. I get the discount rate because I'm on the. I have the discount the clipper card, which you can which you can get if and you're seniors, over sixty five. Yeah, exactly. Or exactly, disabled yeah. or what have you. And then the Bart fare, whatever the Bart fare is, about twelve or thirteen dollars. So we're talking about seventeen. Less than twenty bucks. Less than twenty bucks to go to the airport each way. So each about, way. That's, I mean, compared to the bridge tolls and mm-hmm. the cost and all that, it sounds, oh, yeah. it sounds great. It is. It's very and it's very convenient because. You know, it takes the the uh, the bark goes right into the international terminal, and then when you get into the international terminal, if you don't, if you're not flying internationally, you walk around. You just take no, yeah. you take the, the air uh, train. The air There's train. Air oh, the train, air train. Uh, and they'll take okay. SFO. Um, and like I said, I'm g- I'm going to do videos on all of these uh, f- on our YouTube mm. channel. I will do some videos. Did, did you say, Ruben, that San Francisco was voted one of the most accessible and best laid out airports in America? Yes. Uh, yes, it, it was uh, this year. Actually, last year it was voted one of the best airports in the U.S. Right now, because it's and I can see why. Even though it's an interesting layout, it's like a ho- uh, horseshoe design, as well, as far as like where, the way the terminals are. You know, the big international bit, and then all the other terminals. But it's it really works, and it's you know I've always liked going through there because it's it's quite easy to navigate and things. Yeah. So. Okay, so yeah, what I'm what I'm gonna uh, we're gonna carry on with this in in a future podcast. But for takeaway, everybody go get the transit uh, transit app and our listeners and download it. Try it out. Let us know how well you like it. What you think of what's going on. Give us some input, Mm -hmm. feedback on again. Benicia Voice at Yahoo dot com. 
And then uh, what's coming up, we, we have an exciting announcement today. We're going to be uh, talking about an upcoming Benicia Diversity Festival happening April 22nd. The second one. And so I'm going to be jumping online here with some folks okay. that are part of that. Um, and so while we're the audience is waiting, you guys keep talking. Yeah. So, I mean, so, so basically, I mean, I think that going forward, it's absolutely essential that public transport as of just not even just out of the cities but in more rural areas is improved because i was listening to i was reading an article in scientific american uh last month and uh, basically um converting the u.s existing u.s car fleet to electric vehicles would require more lithium than the world currently produces here are diversity crew yes, right so, here right uh, now, yeah. so you can hear. But but, but like and I said, is, yes. Um, j- just we'll a quick short one. We're going to go. We're going to uh, move on to our uh, yeah. our sub topic of the podcast, which is the diversity festival. Yes. Um, but just a quick last last word is, uh, um, you know, just like I said, it, you know, I think it's not too bad here. I think they could do a bit better with marketing, but that's what we're here to help is get yeah. more people aware of what's available. Right. And I just think, you know, it's it's nice to have the options. So but uh, moving on, we have our said, diversity yeah, we crew have our right di- here. Yeah, diversity. Um, I want to mention, that they can, I don't think they can hear, hear us. Um, uh, a co-producer, can you uh, increase sure. the, the gain on the... Uh, mm-hmm. Co-producer, can you please increase the gain on the old phone? <laughs> yes, I can. Hi, uh, Nima. Hello. And we have Nima... Nima Hector. Hello, how are you doing? Good. Good. Boy, that's a bit loud. That's bit, even bit that's exuberant. Good. Say, say, say <laughs> testing or something. We need to get some voice quality off, off you, Nima. He's all right. I've got him now. I think. You got him now? Good. <laughs> Nima, we're... Oh, uh, am I being recorded? Yes. Yeah, we're being recorded. We're uh, we're talking about... We just you. we, we want to introduce no, the Benicia Diversity Festival in April. April 22nd, correct? Um, and we wanted to introduce a little yes, bit. Right. Um, so the the, fr- the festival has been put on by the Benicia, First Benicia Diversity Festival Group, as well as the Benicia Performing Arts Foundation is the host. For the, it's going to be down by the Marina, not Marina Green, but the uh, what's that name? What's that called again? That's the the spot down there by the yacht club. Yeah, the Marina Pavilion. The yeah. Marina Pavilion. Thank you. Um, can you just say a few? Introduce yourself. Say a few words about it, since you're the you're the chief. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, uh, Nima. Welcome yeah. to the podcast. Oh, if you want to introduce so yourself to our podcast, this is Nima Hegmat. He is uh, very involved in our diver- in our diversity festivals. He is a musician himself, and uh, he's been doing this for years, I guess, Nima. <laughs> so how, how long have you been here in Benicia? Uh, for seven years. Great. And uh, I know we and we put on a wonderful festival last year. So can you tell us just a little bit about yourself and the and the and the festival for the audience? Yeah, thanks. Uh, well, I appreciate the opportunity, the attention from everyone on uh, that's participating this show, and I'd like to thank Ruben and and, and Bart Sullivan for having me here uh, to talk about the diversity Benicia Diversity Festival. So we started this last year. Uh, it's very gracious of you, Bart, to say that I'm the chief, but I'm just one of many. The great thing about this festival is that it's really about bringing the community together, Uh, not only for the festival itself, but uh, for all the people that care about diversity so so much that they want to get involved uh, in the planning phase, in the actual execution phase. So we have a, a great team of enthusiastic volunteers that are putting their hearts into this and the purpose of this is really to bridge uh, uh, our community. 
Uh, it's a bridge our community uh, across all dimensions. Uh, when we say diversity, it's not just about ethnic uh, identity or racial identity. It's about cross-generational. It's about um, everybody in our community, bringing them together. Uh, we had a really successful first event. For those of you who uh, may who have been there, may have remember there was over 300 uh, audience participants. We had over 80 musicians, uh, 13 different performances that were representing different cultures, different ethnicities. Uh, some of our performances were even by by children. So again, addressing the cross generational wow. dimension of it. And this is now backed by popular demand. You know, at a certain point we said, well, that was a great first festival. That was meant to be a, a pilot, really. And everybody said, oh, we want this back. You know, we really want to have this going on an annual basis. So really pleased that we're back by popular demand. And as Bart mentioned, this will be held uh, uh, coinciding with Earth Day, April 22nd, 2023. Great. Is there a, is there a website, uh, Nima, for people to, you know, or listeners to go to? Yeah, uh, very good question. So there is a, uh, we do have social media pages. Uh, we have a page up on Facebook. We have a page up on Nextdoor where you can gain more information. That's great. And then uh, donations. I know, I know uh, I'm part of the committee that's helping to put it on because it's just so exciting to be helping, to, helping this out. Um, I, I know that the donations should go through uh, the Benicia Performing Arts Foundation. Um, as they're the host organization, the nonprofit. So people can go to BeniciaPerformingArts.org and then just hit donate. And that money that they're putting in will go directly towards uh, towards this event. So we're encouraging everyone to donate a dollar, five dollars, whatever they can to help support this wonderful, wonderful uh, event. Um, is there anything? And, I, and by the way, Nima, we, uh, Benicia Voice, we're going to have several podcasts on, on the festival. Maybe bring some of the musicians in, talk to some of the groups, some of the dancers and get kind of a live, you know, caption, have them play maybe even a little sample of something if we can before the, before the event. So we kind of build up some interest uh, from the community on these different types of performers and such. That's a great idea, Barb. We even have um, our footage from the last festival. So, you know, we're always uh, uh, happy to share that footage as well. Yeah, yes. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure on the podcast to put some links up for the different footages, and we'll get that out to the community over the next uh, well, we several put weeks. We'll that on our YouTube channel. Exactly, on the YouTube channel. Oh, oh, yeah. Voice YouTube channel, yes. which uh, definitely go and subscribe to and check that out if you want to, if yeah. you want to check out some of our content, which we'll be putting up there shortly. So we'll put some of those videos, some of the footage up on that channel. Yeah. Um, well, that's and that's all for today. But what we'll do is um, we're gonna we're gonna we're getting close to the end of the podcast. Uh, Andy uh, Andy Brent, the co-producer. Anything else you wanted to uh, ask or mention about the festival? No, it was fantastic. We played there last year. Yes, we yes, the, it was brilliant. Um, we played there. Yeah, our band played nice. there last year. We played yes. a nice short and sweet set. We did. That's and right. And it was uh, it was good fun. It was a nice you know it was a really nice event. You know it was a cool a cool event. It was a uh, Definitely a nice time. Yes. We're looking forward to this next one coming up. And we're gonna uh, and, and Nima, we all, and hang on. We're gonna we always end with uh, with Ruben doing a voice a voice emulation of somebody. Could be me. Could be Andy. Could be you. Could be anybody that he <laughs> is able because he is an amazing voice actor. Yes, yes. We Ruben's many Nima. many talents. So I, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, you could go ahead, go ahead, Ruben, and say whatever you like, and then uh, in your emulation. So the new iPhone 13 Pro. <laughs> no, the iPhone 14 Pro Max, I mean, it's got a brand new, great-looking display. 
but I kind of like the Samsung S23 Ultra because it is running Android and it is much better. That's Nima. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you have the S Pen, it's pretty good. Uh, I, I hope the audience, please send your comments in to BenishaVoice at Yahoo.com. We just want to get your comments in on next And door. I want to thank you all for listening to this beautiful, <laughs> tremendous podcast. I know I have to do this voice. He's back again. It's absolutely beautiful. It's a tremendous. <laughs> I hope all my buses will be orange when they're running through Benicia. I want our beautiful orange buses. Oh, It'll thank, be great. Thank you so but, much, Ruben. That, but, you just, a, a good laugh like that is just so great. Well, we have to in yeah. these times. No, yeah. it's, it's, it's what we what we live for. But thank you, Nima, for coming well, on. We've and still got a few more minutes, festival. so we can carry on talking about uh, transport. For a but bit. heading back to the, we've got just a brief. Yes, I'll be right back, Nima. <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you, Nima. Thanks, man. Thank you, thank you. Um, oh dear, talking of Bart, Bart, Bart as our executive <laughs> producer. Let's talk about Bart now. One of the things that was very interesting, though. Thank you. I could do Benicia an impression of Bart. Diversity as well. Festival. But we're going to promote that on our podcast pretty much between now and April. In some form, yeah. We'll we're going to remind yeah. everybody about it. Um, one of the things I hear about Bart and the buses and Bart is safety. Is that people and are cleanliness? Concerned. Well, oh, let's just talk about safety first. Because a lot of people I know are worried about taking BART. They say, oh, I'm never going to take BART again because I've had a bad experience on it. Or yeah. buses, they, yeah. they worry about taking a bus because um, because of the fact that you know there's going to be some strange person on there making some kind of strange actions or comments or whatever. And I do understand that. Within your own car, you are kind of protected and from that. Um, but... In my experience, traveling on BART and the buses now for many years, I'd say that those instances are very few and far between. I can't say they don't happen, but they are. They're not as. Yeah. They're not. They wouldn't. They wouldn't put me off using the bus and BART because I know that it's more. I pref, I like the convenience of it. Yeah. Yeah. And the best tip I can give you, uh, and I'll give you a couple, just a safety tip really, for Bart, um, is is if you're on Bart, sit in the first car behind the operator, where the, right in the operator's car, um, is is a good safety tip, I think. If, you, if you're unsure and you don't feel great, go behind where the operator is. And it's similar on the New York subway, where the, the central carriage yeah. has, a, has the conductor. Be near the conductor or the operator. Go and sit right behind them or right near them and it's that is a much you know that they then they can see what's happening if anything does happen and it's more of a deterrent not a lot of the things that go on on bart usually are not within the first carriage um, they're usually sort of quite further back where people can't see them or whatever uh, and they have i mean they have put on new trains with new sort of camera technology and stuff there is a lack of police on bart which i think needs to it does need to improve i think they need to have a bigger police force probably more staff at the gate agents i mean it is a complete is different you know but moving on from that but apart from that i think the buses are safe i think the benicia buses i've had mm. no safety con issues i think they're very clean as well just from and i think they're comfortable like yeah, this, I, think, I, I think, actually think they're very good you can charge your phone you can do all on, of that on the future podcast yeah, this, this will take us to a future podcast and talk about safety more in depth and actually maybe have you do go on and do some gopro 
work on a, on your on a transit mm. system and yeah. talk about it. Maybe talk to maybe get some get, get some comments again from our listeners to find out what their what their experiences have been. But uh, Ruben, you want to? I think we should. We'll, we'll po- yeah, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. But what we'll do is we'll post these links that we talked about on the uh, on the podcast and um, going forward. <laughs> We'll do that. We haven't got the broom handle out because the broom handle, we need the broom handle again. Um, I'll have to make a new broom handle. It's disappeared. Yeah, we need a broom handle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think, I think we are finished. Well, I think yes. we're going to wrap this up. We're going to close the doors on this one. The yeah. doors are closing. Yeah, the Please stand clear. The wheels haven't beep, quite fallen beep. off. Have they? they haven't quite fallen off. No, no. we derailed. Let's steer it in the direction of leaving of the now. End. Yes, the so end. we're going to be departing this podcast. Uh <laughs> And uh, we thank you very much for listening to the, this uh, this podcast on transit and the diversity festival. Very we nice. hope you join us again soon next week for Benicia Voice. We hope you have a great weekend and take care. But yeah, in all serious, take care, have a good weekend, and we'll see you in the next one. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs>